Hello, everybody. Welcome back, gang. Intro music. Oh. Hi, welcome back to Oddities. Yeah, what's up, gang? I'm Anna. I'm Cassie. And it's, uh... It's, uh, it's a day today, you know what I mean? Coronavirus is freaking everybody out. Oh, yeah, my, uh, my company is, like, there's a, there's just, there's a lot happening. Yeah. There's so much happening. Wash your hands, it's, folks. Uh, right. Also, like, a lot of people, like, cor- uh, corporations are shutting down and, like, schools are sending out all these things. I'm like, yeah, this is what we call CYA. Yep. That's it. Because they have to do this. Nobody wants to be ground zero. Yeah. Exactly. Nobody wants to be the school that's like, oh, we ha- we didn't shut down and this kid got it and that's what happened. Nobody wants to be that. So everyone relax. Yeah, everybody. Let's go. Also, relax in general. Relax and wash Take your hands. Take a load off. Chill out. Have a margarita. Make sure your hands are clean. That's Call it, it a day. That's but in the right. meantime... Call it a fucking day. Follow us on social media. You like that? You see that? Smooth transition. Mm, mm, beautiful. Thank you. Yes, it was. On Instagram, we're Oddities Insta. <laughs> on Twitter, we're Oddities Tweets. We have... Oh, nope, I skipped Facebook. We do have a Facebook. It's Oddities Podcast. We do. And we have an email. Uh, today, we are covering Listener Stories, Volume 1. Mm-hmm. If you would like for us to have a Volume 2 please send them in or if you have any topics you'd like us to cover our email is oddities.talk at gmail.com and i'm also going to start putting it in the episode descriptions oh that's a great idea just so it's there why thank you and we're on patreon if you would like to donate to us i'll put that in there as well uh on patreon if you don't want to look in the description we are oddities podcast um patreon is spelled p-a-t-r-e-o-n how do you spell Oddities. O-D-D-I-T-I-E-S. That's it. That's it. And so, How are you? Um, okay, bye. <laughs> I'm good. You know. I'm, uh, so I had a lot of bullshit happen with the save the dates. Oh, what? Yeah, so I sent out the save the dates two weeks ago and nobody got them. Oh, I didn't get mine. That's true. So here's what happened. My save the dates are... Um, postcards because i thought oh great i can save a little money because i don't need the envelopes and i can save a little bit on postage because postcard stamps are a little lower and so i thought oh great cool so i you know i did i followed all the rules i sent them out turns out what happened is so on the back of this thing there's the side where you put where it's going to and then there's the other side where you can put pictures and shit or whatever so we've got a little blurb just basically summarizing you know it's on this date this place Uh yada yada now at the post office things go through scanners and people don't ever actually look at anything and so the scanner on the bottom of the blurb on the other side summarizing the information it said Lancaster Pennsylvania which is where we're getting married and so 60 postcards went to Lancaster no fucking way way and so the guy at the post office was like so here's what theoretically should happen theoretically at the post office in Lancaster a person will cross out all the barcodes and reroute these things, and people should have them by the end of next week, which was last week. Nobody got them. So, luckily, I had enough that I could literally do it all over again. I got the envelopes, I got regular stamps, I did it all over again, and so that was all wasted time and money and effort, and I'm really annoyed, but 
they're going out by Friday. That's horseshit. Isn't that so annoying? I'm like, I followed all the rules. There's literally no reason this should have happened. It's bullshit. Also, if anyone said they followed all the rules, you definitely did it. You know, like that's just who you are as a person. Yes. You're very meticulous and very thorough. I, I am, and so I'm like really annoyed. But luckily, thank God, I'm such a well fucking prepared person. That's right. I had j- literally exactly enough to send them all over again. <laughs> so you will be getting yours shortly. Hey, hey. So that's very. Annoying. That is very annoying. How are you? Uh, I'm fine. Uh. My, it's almost your birthday. It is. That is true. God damn it, I'm old. Um, <laughs> but age is just a number. That's right. Yeah. So it's almost my birthday, and there's nothing like really that exciting going on in my life. I don't think. Yeah, I haven't even really been watching anything, which is unusual for me. Oh, that's not true. Uh, Little Women came out on. <laughs> Um, Apple TV, and I rewatched it and bawled. I love that movie. Excellent. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's so good. It's so warm and wonderful. I love warm and wonderful things like sweaters. I know. It's it honestly like that movie kind of feels like putting on a really warm sweater. Like it's so great, and also so That's heartbreaking great. at the same time. Oh, well. I love to have my heart broken, too, so mm. all's well that ends That's well. That's <laughs> right. Because I feel like it's one feeds into the other. It's like, it's, you know, it's that idea of, like, childhood and how you view your life and then adulthood and how it changes, and it's beautiful. And everything sucks. That's right. Yeah. Greta Gerwig killed it. Absolutely killed it. Excellent. I'll have to ch- I don't have Apple TV, so I'll have to wait till it comes out, you know, on, like, the regular stuff. Well, I think it's out, like, on digital everywhere now or something. Oh, is it? Then I could probably get it off of Amazon or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm I'm not cool. sure how anything works anymore. Like someone the other day was like, "Oh yeah, you can rent that." I was like, "I can do what?" And they were like, you know, "That's okay." Because I do everything through Apple TV. I mean, I don't I clearly don't know how the US postal system works <laughs> because my fucking save the dates didn't go anywhere. Either that or they don't know how they work. Yeah, they need to Somebody's getting a strongly worded email. I just haven't decided who. Oh, love that for you. Uh, I'm going to feel real good after that. That's right. You give it to him, Kaz. So, hell yeah. Now that we're nearly ten minutes in. (laughs) Yay! Today, everybody, like I said, we're doing our listener episode finally. Yay! Yay! Wow. Big shout out to everyone who sent out their stories. Exactly. Huge thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Tenko. You guys are the best. Everybody else take notes. That's right. <clears throat> and shall we <laughs> shall we jump right in, Ski? Sure. Um, okay. I am going to start with maybe the most hilarious uh, message title. What the fuck is, what's the it? Subject what is it? Line? The subject line. Got it. Got it. Got it. It's Listener story, dot, dot, dot. Fucking message title. I know, I'm very dumb. <laughs> it's listener story, <laughs> no, you're not. dot, dot, dot. Somehow babies got weirder, question mark. <laughs> and the, the... Babies are weird, They though. really, really are. Uh, we... She... <laughs> she. The listener who sent this in, because I don't know if I should say her name or not, said that um, 
She just wants to put a caveat on the fact that... Well, I'll say this at the end. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, do the caveat at the end. Right. But this is an important message at the end of this, so everybody shut the fuck up. That's right. So here's yeah. what happened. Uh, so she sent in this listener story from two Halloweens ago. Her boyfriend and her had to travel out of Chicago, which is where they live, to pick up to pick the perfect pumpkin and have a lovely fall day. I th- nice. the person who sent this, I know. So she does love a little spook time. Actually, it's same. It's it's honestly her season. Like that's where she thrives. She comes alive during Hell spook yeah. time. Hell yeah. So they found an excellent place a bit off the beaten track, probably an hour or so away. She said it's a lo- it was a lovely day. Kids were running around. They had fun activities and cute, homey little picture areas. It seemed great. The first sign that things were off came in the form of a seemingly benign haunted house. In an old barn, a guy dressed up in a cute mad scientist costume at the front. So everything here was family friendly. So we thought this would be a sweet diversion in a perfect fall day. As we approached, the mad scientist was soothing a parent with a small child, saying that the child was too young for the haunted house. This kid looked about six to eight, so that was weird. By the way, right. if anyone dressed up as a mad scientist is telling me I shouldn't go places, I'm turning around. Yeah, probably. There's just something about the mad scientist figure that, like, doesn't sit well with me. I don't know why. That's okay. I mean, you're allowed to feel that way. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I just mean, like, of all the classic things that people dress up as, for some reason, if it's a mad scientist and it's good, I'm unnerved by it. Maybe it's because it's, like, too close to reality. Probably. Like, because it's, like, a feasible, you know, thing. Right. Whereas, like, if I see, like, a woman dressed as a witch, I'm just like, hi. Yeah, unless you live where, where I live part of the time now. Because theoretically, oh right, because you have the you have Stregan on. We've got the witch. I'm still waiting on this bitch to show up. Goddamn, she better hurry up. So, yep. The parents walked away, and then the mad scientist took our tickets and brought us into the house. Expecting a low-budget backyard haunted house affair, we were shocked when we were plunged into complete darkness. Every scene we came across was very well lit, very gory, and scary as all hell. I want to add here that. The person who sent this story in would know. She was in theater for a very long time. Her boyfriend is like a construction guy. He was also, he also did like, I think it was theater stuff too. Like theater building and shit. Like they know quality. Yeah, they know that shit. Yeah, they they got that shit on lock. So she says, when we finally got scared by an actor in the house, the person appeared out of nowhere beckoned us to follow him, then legitimately disappeared around a corner. Again, stupidly well done for what was basically a shack in rural Illinois. We were avid horror fans, and this house scared us. So she says that it gets weirder. As they exited the haunted house a little shaken and crowing about how that was ten bucks unexpectedly well spent. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best feeling in the world, isn't it? It really truly is. (laughs) We noticed a line of people going to take pictures with the little cornucopia set up. All of the couples had babies with them. In strollers, papooses, holding them in those little backpack things. There were a lot of them. As someone who loves kids, she really does, 
My whole heart melted, and I looked to see the baby that was in front of the line taking a picture. It was smiling with its hands and toes curled and looking perfect. Too perfect. I stopped. I waited to see if something in the baby's face would change. It didn't. I pulled on my boyfriend's jacket sleeve and waited for him to stop. His eyes also got wide. The baby in question was a perfect replica of a human child, though it was perfectly still and everything, everyone around it was treating it as though it was a living child. When I say nothing about this kid look fake, I mean it. Sun bounced off its skin in the same way, the hair was real, and its imperfections are what made it look way too perfect. We quickly looked around the rest of the line, all the same, fake children. Parents interacting like they were regular children. Dude, I'm getting freaked out reading this. This is, this is truly bizarre. Like, I feel like my body feels funny. As we started... Oh. <laughs> no, like, I just feel like... Ugh. As we started to yeah, pay yeah, yeah. more attention to the families walking around, we had a horrifying realization that we had not seen a singular real baby all day. We quietly... F- That's nuts that they... Well, go ahead. We, go ahead. we quietly freaked out, grabbed our pumpkins, and hightailed it out of there. All right. Well, kudos to them on two counts. First of all, quietly freaking out. And second of I all, know. remembering to grab their pumpkins. I know. God bless. <laughs> all the priorities right there. The important shit. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she said, after doing some research, which also, God bless you for not just being like, that was fucking weird, and then going home and not thinking about it. Yeah, I don't know that I would have... I don't think I would have done the research. I would have been like, what are these people doing with all these fake babies? And then I would have just left it. <laughs> yeah, this is very classic her. She She's a deep diver. Yeah. After doing some research, it turns out these hyper-realistic baby dolls are used for parents who can't conceive, folks who've lost a kid and are looking for a replica to ease the passing. It's a lovely service and I'm sure very therapeutic. I definitely didn't mean to make light of something that's helpful for folks in a tough position, but why were they all in the same place at the same time? <laughs> She goes, yeah, that's the question. And also, like, in a haunted house area. Yeah, like, it's... Where I, the intent is to be scary, not to be comforting. Yeah, I don't under... I, I don't know. I mean, not to criticize, but I just, like, I don't understand... I, like, I, why is this, like, a fake baby gathering? Right. And she goes, anyway, I can't go into a public place where babies are and not stare intently to make sure every baby pass, I pass is real. Nightmare fuel. And she said that she mentions that the purpose of these babies is totally clear and definitely helps a lot of grieving people and that she doesn't mean to be disrespectful on that. And neither do we. It was just so weird that they were all together in the same place at the same time. And in a scary environment. Yeah, that's the that's the part of it that's the weirdest thing is like it's not strange that people use this as like a coping mechanism and, you know, to help them through and, and everything like that's that's cool like i get it but i i don't understand why there was just this gathering of fake babies at a like a haunted attraction i do you think they were part of the attraction if if they are not part of the attraction what's going on here yeah why like because it sounds like this was like a significant group and like the whole time they were there they didn't see a real baby that's bizarre that's weird that's very strange i yeah i like i when i when this came in because i get the email sent to my phone too because i just i just love this podcast Mm -hmm. so much but anyway i when it when this came in and i was reading it i was literally sitting there going what the fuck what the fuck (laughs) yeah it's so 
That's so bizarre. And it, it doesn't make any sense to me because if you are a haunted attraction, like, okay. That I am. This, that <laughs> I am. Big mood. This is the... <laughs> This is the thing, like, the only thing I can think to compare it to is if, like, you go to, like, a drive-in movie. And And they're all mannequins or something? Or, like, if you go to a drive-in movie and there's, like, a drunk, like, you know those, like, drunk driving car crashes next, like, that they show you, like, this is what your car looks like when you've gone drunk driving and you get into an accident. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. If that yeah. was, like, right next to a drive-in. Like, yeah, like it's... A car? Like a smashed-up car that's, like, for the purpose yeah, of being, yeah. like, don't drunk drive. Yeah, yeah. If that right, was right, the right. case, it just... Like, that would seem so weird to me. Like, I get it. It's educational, and it's helpful to people, and it's telling people not to drunk drive, but, like, why is it next to a drive-in movie theater? Right. Like, it just... It doesn't... Those two things don't go together. Yeah. Unless I, your purpose is to tell people, like, don't drink and drive and then leave when you leave here. That's fine. But in relating it to this thing, it's like, we're giving you something really spooky. Now, here's something that is spooky, but is also helpful to people. Like, when you go to a drive-in, that's not what you're thinking about. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if I'm comparing this correctly. But you know what I'm talking about? I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. It's, like, it just, it's too on brand for the event for it to be comforting to someone. Yeah. And it's weird. And that would scare yeah. the shit out of me. Also, uh, yeah, I would have um, I would have noped the fuck out of there. I don't know. It's also very I, Island I, of I Dolls. Yeah, I would have just felt like, yeah, like um, squirmish, I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. For sure. I, I'm trying to think. How, yeah, just like yeah it also to me once i learned what it was about it would have felt like i was infringing on someone's like like personal moment kind of thing yeah and that would have like that's fucked up that they that the fair did it this way and then to have like such a dope haunted house like that sucks yeah i don't know i don't know what to make of any of that the whole thing is totally whack very yeah it is yeah it's whack as shit yeah, so thank you for sending um, in that story. That is crazy. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Thanks. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> it's odd is what it is. It's very odd. It, it's definitely odd. Uh, um, do you want to do the next one and then I'll do these? So we, well, yeah, I'll do these three after or? Yeah, I have a very short right, cool. one. I'm pretty sure I can talk about it. Um Okay. I, I just, like, this person is... Oh, anyway, so the story that we got is that they were six or seven years old, and they were at church with their family. And they kept it's looking... always kids. I know, I know. It always is. And they kept looking back, like, behind them. And so their okay. mom was like, hey, like, pay attention. Which, yeah. I mean, I was never paying attention in church either, but not for I this. I literally never paid attention in church. But not for this reason. Nope. So this person said, there's a woman that's talking to me. And, oh. and she, basically what she told her mom was that the woman said, it's going to be all right. Like, that's what the woman was telling her. Oh, okay. And then later on, 
her and her mom were going through pictures and she pointed to a picture of a woman and she goes, that's the woman. She goes, that's her right there. And it turned out to be her grandmother. And the day that she went to church and this was happening, it was the anniversary of her grandmother's death. Oh, that's like sweet. That's like a, yeah. that's a sweet one. Isn't that so sweet? Yeah, I like that. And and she, the the person was six or seven when this happened? Mm-hmm. Okay, so like old enough to be like... Like cognizant. I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, right. That's cool. Yeah, wow. and that, like that's a really short one, but I just love that. It's so sweet. And That is really sweet. And to me, that's not like... There's nothing like scary about that, but it's so interesting that some people are more susceptible to shit like that than like that's what people say isn't it yeah yeah i um i wish that i could say that i had something where like i thought to myself eh, you know i I've thought to myself anything, <laughs> you know direct quote Man. i've i've never experienced anything i haven't either i'm wildly inexperienced when it comes to the ghost world i know same and I Dude. look for them. Yeah, I do too. Like, I bust out the spirit box. Like, I, I'm inviting them. I'm waiting. But, you know. Is it because we cannot call ghosts? We cannot, you know. We cannot solicit them? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, do you think they get know, pissed man. when we go in there and we're like, hey. But then you always see those movies of, like, people walking into haunted houses and being like, I want to see a ghost. And then actually seeing one. I'm like, where is this for me? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like one of these times I just need to go sit outside at night for a while. And see I'll if... probably see... Excuse me. Probably see some shit. See if Stregonona shows up. Yeah, like, I, you know, I, hell, I'll wait out there with some cookies. She can come. You and you know, Pop and Donut. Hell yeah. The Three Musketeers. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. So, mine... Mine stories. Mine my stories. Story. Here we are. God. Mine stories. It's it's Wednesday. We're halfway through the week. So I anyway, uh, my stories. Mine. I'm going to be reading three of them, and it's actually mine stories. Sorry. I'm going to be reading three of them, and they are they're all siblings who submitted their stories separately. So thank you guys. Yeah, bless them. Be much. Also, they listen like religiously. So God bless. So. We'll start with uh, numero uno. <clears throat> and this is an email, so here we go. <coughs> okay. <laughs> All that clearing in the throat. <laughs> so, so annoying. Hi, Anna and Cassie. That's us. Oh, okay. I didn't read that beginning bit. Oh, well, that's okay. I'm doing it. So anyway. She said in my I, other email, she said, hi, oddfellas, which was so cute. It's, it is adorable. All right, so I'm just going to do this as, like, a long quote so I don't have to keep shifting between, like, she, like she writes I. I, don't I know. Did you notice she, I did that? I was going to have huge issues if I tried doing it, so I'm just going to – I'm just going for it. Mm. So the, everybody li- shut up. This is not me saying this. This is the person who wrote in saying this, so just keep it to yourself. Right. Okay. But sorry I was shifting <laughs> right. back and forth when I did it. Everyone shut up. <laughs> everybody just shut your traps. Okay, so here we go. Wow. Also, thanks for listening. Okay. That's right. And sending in your stories. (laughs) And sending in your stories. (laughs) Fuck. All right. I wanted to start this by saying how much I enjoy listening to your podcast every week. Isn't that so nice? T.Y. T.Y. I always get excited when I see the notification for a new episode pop up from my phone. 
and immediately grab my headphones while I'm doing my daily mom tasks around the house. I will often laugh out loud while listening, and my husband looks at me like I'm crazy. Hashtag worth it. That's right, bitch. We love it. Anyway. Oh, I just said anyway, and then she wrote anyway. Wow, that was wild. Wow, spooky. Spooky. All right. Anyway. Oh. I wanted to share with you the experiences I have had in my childhood home in your favorite hometown, Montgomery, New Jersey. Okay. We moved into the house when I was six, and immediately we started hearing your typical haunted house sounds like footsteps, people talking when you are home alone, doors closing, and even toilets flushing. After a couple of years of having to listen to my siblings and I say that we were scared, my mother decided to look into the history of the house. The only thing she could find was a woman that passed away in the house from cancer. My mother believed what we were hearing was just her moving around the house and living her everyday life on the other side. I believed her, calmed by this fact, until I saw him for the first time when I was 17. What? Oh, this this fucking house is wild. Prepare yourself. Okay. So. Oh, because you've been in it, haven't you? Oh, I've been in ha- this house so many times and I've slept over and yeah. All right. So that night, my sister, who was 22 at the time, was visiting with her new puppy. Because the family was allergic, my parents asked her and the dog to sleep in the room that was an extension on the house because <laughs> it had its own air system. So it was kind of like this isolated thing. Right. Freaked out about sleeping in this room alone in a... Yeah, right. (laughs) Go over there. (laughs) Freaked out about sleeping in this room (laughs) alone in a haunted house. I agreed to sleep down there with her for the weekend. It was about 3.30 a.m. I know, the worst time. When I woke up having to pee like a fucking crazy woman. Sure. Yes! Sure, sure, sure. The F-bomb! Yes! All right. I got out of bed and began walking to the bathroom. As I exited the room we were sleeping in, I saw this large shadow man. The outline looked as if he was wearing a long coat and a hat. I immediately was struck with this debilitating sense of dread and ran back into the room with my sister. I woke up scared shitless and still having to pee a couple of hours later. After I saw him, the energy in the house shifted, and everyone began feeling it. My siblings and I would feel scared in rooms that were totally fine to be in before. The footsteps began walking towards you if you were sitting on the couch, even starting from upstairs, going down the stairs, and stopping in front of you when you were home alone. And we began using the buddy system at night to travel around the house. I then went off to college and did not spend as much time in the house other than the occasional weekend holidays and summer months. The summer between my junior and senior year of college, I was now 21, I spent a lot of time over at my then-boyfriend's, now-husband's house. I would often be there late and come home at some ungodly hour that I cannot fathom now that I'm basically a 95-year-old woman who's in bed by nine. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Same. I know. Uh, How the hell did we stay up so late? I know. One night, I accidentally fell asleep at my boyfriend's house, having awoken at 2 a.m. in a panic that my dad was going to be pissed because I still had a curfew if I was living under his roof, and it sure as hell was not 3 a.m. I rushed, grabbing my stuff, and headed home without even saying goodbye. Oops, well, he still married me, so... (laughs) This is great. All right. When I walked walked into the house, I, I immediately felt terrified. I began running to the steps, trying to get to my room as fast as I could for false sense of safety under the comforter of my bed. When I turned the corner to go up the steps, out of the corner of my eye, I saw a man sitting on the couch reading a book with the light on. At first I thought it was my dad, and turned to ask him why he was up so late, or receive my punishment on the spot because I was busted. But when I looked back, in that second's time, the light was off and there was no one there. I've played what I had, or what I saw... 
I know, I've played what I saw over and over in my head, and remember that the man's shirt was the same material as the couch behind him. He was transparent, but clear enough that I thought it was real out of the corner of my eye. I ran upstairs and called my boyfriend crying. Being the big skeptic that he is, he told me it was nothing, and I spent the rest of the night listening to hard, loud footsteps pacing outside my bedroom door all night. Jump to this, or jump forward to this past summer. I am now 26. When my husband deployed for the first time, I planned a trip with my nine-month-old daughter and large dog back to Montgomery to spend time with my family. On the 20-hour drive up, I began questioning if it was a good idea to bring my daughter to this house after everything that I have experienced. But I pushed those thoughts aside at the thought of spending a month with family as opposed to being isolated in Florida. It was the second weekend of my visit. My father, daughter, my dog, and I were the only ones home. The baby was down for a nap upstairs in my old bedroom, and the dog was outside sleeping in the sun, so I took advantage of the time to get some laundry done. Let me preface this by saying that my dad's favorite place in the entire house is outside on the back deck. He drinks an entire bottle of wine, my hero, and reads on his iPad all day until my mom yells for him to come inside. In order- wow! I mean, he's living a champion life. Dude, I can verify that this is this is true, and like, that's what that's I want to be doing. That's the life! Um, in, order, in order to get to the back deck, there's a skinny hallway which has a door leading into the laundry room. While I was doing laundry, I hear footsteps and saw my dad walk through the hallway as if he was going outside to the back deck. I heard the footsteps, saw a clear figure, and heard the door open and close. Not 30 seconds later, I heard my dad call down from the top of the steps that he was going into his bedroom to take a nap. That feeling of dread shot through my body again. I ran out of the laundry room and looked at the back deck. It was empty. I then ran upstairs and interrogated my father. He said he had been upstairs for the past half an hour and called me crazy, and then told me to calm down. My father is also a skeptic. Gotta love overly rational parent living in a haunted house. <laughs> I know what I, do I saw. Love that. A clear f- I know. I know what I saw. A clear figure of a man walked by me. Not transparent, not a shadow. Clear as day figure of a man with details that convinced my brain that it was real enough to be my father. I quickly went into the room of my daughter was sleeping in, rocked her in fear of her experiencing anything, until she woke up 45 minutes later. When I packed everyone up in the car, I felt a feeling of relief that my daughter was safe and that I was getting out of that house. It's strange having a location that holds the best memories of over 20 years of your life, but also has attached memories of fear and dread. I don't know who this man is. I don't know what he wants other than to scare us. I am not sure what is going to happen moving forward but I do know that what I saw was very real and that he is getting stronger and more comfortable showing himself to me. Thanks for reading. No, thank you for sending. Truly. But wait, it, so he's, like, he doesn't do anything. He, he, like, he doesn't, like, talk to her. Like, he's just, like, reading and, like, going out on the back deck. He sounds like a chill motherfucker. So, uh, all right, so this family... Like, and they sent in, like, these three stories here, right? But they, if you go over there and you spend time in this house, like, these three in particular, not so much their parents, but, like, they all have just, like, a shitload of experiences in this house. And this guy, this male figure that they see on and off, every time they see him, it's not necessarily that he's doing anything. It's just that they they all over, like, they experience this, like, overwhelming sense of dread every time this figure shows itself. Mm. It's like the like boogeyman. This, like this, yeah, just like this sinking, like, terrible feeling every time. And they'll all tell you about this. And now I have been over there more times than I can count. I've been there at night. And I can say that, like, this one room that they have, and I guess it's kind of like they're like, 
It's kind of like their living room, like their little like gathering area. Not where the TV is, but like an additional room. It is, like you walk past this room at night and like you don't want to turn your head and look in it. Like I walk past it and every time I walk past it, I'm like, I don't want to look in there. And so I don't because I'm just like, fuck it. So, mm. and, th- That's and this has, yeah, like, and they, I mean, they, they mentioned the woman too. And like, they've had experiences with the woman too, but like, it's always like, it's, it's nice. It's, it's good things. But anyway, so that's, that's one. That's my, one of my How very, old very is the house? Friends. To my knowledge, this house is not like crazy, super old, but I'd have to ask her. This is now her sister's uh, story. So. Older or younger than her? Older. This is her older sister. So. Okay. <clears throat> hi, Cassie and Anna. That's us. All right. Hey. My sister told me that she sent in a listener story about her childhood house, and I wanted to share what recently happened to my son. A year ago, my son, who is four now, broke his leg in a scooter accident. Since it was a year from that day. I know, that sucks. Since it was a year from that day, I was anxious about him potentially getting hurt again. Although I have thought about what bad things could possibly happen in any given space, as mothers often do, I have never visualized it before. That weekend, we were staying at my mom and dad's house for the weekend, which has been haunted since we lived there. While I was putting him to bed, I kept thinking about how he might fall down the stairs when he came looking for us in the middle of the night. After he fell asleep, I walked down the steps to join the rest of my family when I had a vision of my son laying at the bottom of the steps, motionless. Fearfully, um, due to the vision and the thoughts I was having, when I went back to bed, I blocked the majority of the opening of the top of the stairs with a large, tall hamper that stays in the hallway. While I was sleeping that night in a different room, I heard the sound of footsteps moving quickly down the stairs. I then heard loud crying. However, the crying was not in the next room where I put him to bed. It sounded like it was farther away. In a panic, I jumped out of bed and headed out of the room to discover that my son was at the bottom of the stairs, standing, facing the living room, crying. This living room has always been a place where my siblings and I felt uncomfortable. We refused to go in there at night, and here is my son, in the middle of the night, crying while staring in that same room in the pitch dark. I quickly ran down and grabbed my son, taking him back to the room with me to sleep. Since he's only four, I didn't want to scare him, but I did bring it up in casual conversation a couple days later to try to figure out what actually happened. No mom wants to think that a ghost was in contact with her child, so I was hoping he would reveal something that proved it was just his imagination. Sadly, that was not the case. I asked him what caused him to go downstairs that night. He said he woke up and heard voices. Thinking that the family was awake, he went out of his room and into the upstairs hallway to investigate. When he got out there, he said he heard voices that sounded grandma-like, words that they were really, are grandma-like words, but they were really quiet and all messed up. Let me pause and, and say that his grandma was not even in the house that night. She was in New York City visiting my brother. After hearing the voice, he looked up and saw a shadow on the wall. I've never told him anything about the shadows we've all seen around the house. He brought up the word shadow all by himself, which put chills through my body. He then said he went downstairs looking for his grandma and the rest of the family, and when he got down there, he faced the room, and since it was dark, he started crying. When I asked him what he heard coming from that room, he said, shake, 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 but then started moving his mouth around and making whisper noises that sounded like growling. He also mentioned that he was running in circles around the house, but cannot tell me why. I think those were the footsteps I was hearing before I heard him crying. As a mother, I now have a four-year-old explaining things that I myself have experienced. I cannot help but to think that this ghost is using my son to get to me, which makes me furious. I also know, I also now have a son that is afraid of everything around him. I'm not sure at this point if I would take him back to this house. 
And then she signs her name, which I'm not going to read because I want to censor that. So that's pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, he's four, right? He's four. I, I, mean, I got a four-year-old nephew. I just feel like, I think kids get spooked and then they, they want to blame things. I'm sure he just, I can't explain the voices, that I can't explain, but like maybe him coming downstairs, he started crying because he was disoriented and he didn't understand why he was hearing things that weren't there and all the lights were off. That I can understand. I can't explain the voice. Well, I think that's, that's what she's scary. getting. I think that's what she's getting at is that he heard these voices. That's scary. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Um, you know, any little kid, if they're facing a dark room, is is going to get upset. It's and, probably going to cry. And scared. Yeah. But the thing that's really fucked up is that he went downstairs because he heard these voices that sounded like not just like one person, but a whole family talking, thinking everybody's downstairs. Right, so they had to have been loud. They had to have been pretty loud for this kid at the top of the stairs to hear this. And then, like, the... And enough to make him come out of his room. Yeah. Like, that's loud. Yeah, that's... Yeah, definitely. Like, enough from, like, you're waking up and thinking, I'm, you know, I'm hearing voices, I'm gonna go... I mean, because that's, that's what every kid does, right? Like, they wake up and they're like, uh, you know, all the adults are still up. They're having fun without me. Like, I, you know, I want to hear, like, what's going on. I want to, yeah. whatever. So, like, I totally follow the kid's logic on, like, leaving mm-hmm. the, the room and everything else. So that's fuck, like that's fucked up. And, like, the fact that he heard these voices and everything else. And then he starts running around probably because he's scared shitless because he's down there and realizes, oh, wait, there's actually nobody down here. And now it's dark, and, now and it's he's four, dark. so I'm assuming he can't reach a light. Yeah, and so it's definitely creepy. And, like, this this poor little yeah. dude, like... I know, poor little guy. I know. And also, like, the fact that she had, like, that strange vision, like, earlier that day about him just being, like, motionless at the bottom of the stairs. That's fucking creepy, too. But it's interesting that it... I'm wondering if she had... If she had just been, like, like me, I would have just been like, oh, you know. But I guess that's... Well, I definitely, if I thought of that, I definitely would have put something to block the top of the stairs, just like she did. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, like, I would just be like, I'm just going to move this. But it's interesting that she still found him at the bottom of the stairs anyway. I know. In just a different state. I know. Isn't that, like, really bizarre? Very strange. Um, Okay, and so this is the last, this is the last one from that family. This is their brother, who is fantastic. Truly. Yeah. So, he says, Hi! Exclamation point, exclamation point. (laughs) Hey, my dear wife and my favorite camp counselor. That's me, I'm his wife. What's up? (laughs) I was his favorite camp counselor. He was my favorite camper. So proud of you both, he says. Love this podcast. A couple quick stories that all relate to the same ghost in my childhood home. So as Cassie knows, my house is very haunted and creepy. Always has been and always will be. There was one spirit in particular that I want to share a story about. This is truly just one of many incidents from my house, but this one has always stuck with me and matches with Alyssa's spoopy story. Spoopy. Yeah, and it's, it's literally written out spoopy, so thanks. Love that. Thank you. Yeah, all right. So here's, here's the layout of the room. So I'm sitting on the couch, and to my right are windows. To my left is another couch, and behind that is a hallway and a huge mirror hanging on the wall. I'm watching TV, and I have a strange feeling to look out the window. 
the gut feeling where you know you're about to see something, but you still have to look. So I looked, and in the reflection I could see a woman walk through the hallway. I even saw her reflection in the mirror, and I knew nope. I was the only one home. So of course I say, quote, well, fuck, quote, and then slowly turn to see what the fuck I just saw, but there was nothing there. A perfect response, by the way. For sure. And P.S., that couch that backs up to the hallway is always the one that I end up sitting on. Just FYI. I, Watch out for ghosties. I always get stuck with that fucking couch. Guys. All right, so. <laughs> now for a scarier note. If you read my sister's stories, yes, we did, then you would have heard about the man in the house. I've only experienced him twice. Once I saw him in the living room, where he was just a shadow figure. The other time, I didn't see him, but when I was a kid, I was playing with my toys in the back room. This is the back room that's like that isolated area. Okay. All of a sudden, the light bulb from the fan above me fell and shattered all over me. Now, this isn't abnormal because things like this tend to happen. The thing about this one, though, was that I was not sitting under the light. So for this light bulb to burst over me, it must have made a diagonal pattern in the air. What? Isn't that fucking weird? Hang on, though. Those things happen normally, like to normal people or normal for their house? No, like, just like for normal people, like shit falls, like it happens. Bro, I have never in my life, I live in an old house, had a light bulb fall from a light fixture. Mm. They go out. I've never had them fall. I've never had that shit fall. I've had, like, p- like pictures fall off the wall or, oh, like, shit yeah. like that. Yeah. But this one, so he wasn't, like... But di- a light bulb? Yeah, and he wasn't directly... So what he's saying is he wasn't directly under the fan where the thing was. He was, like, right. off to the side. So the light bulb literally... And let's let's just take a quick physics course, kids. Shit doesn't fall like that unless it's tossed or no. given a trajectory to fall like that. So right. like, so it would have had to just zoop, which is like not how it works at all. I also feel like I, it it shouldn't be falling at all. So the no. fact that it's falling and then also in a diagonal pattern towards yeah. him, who's not like if he was sitting directly under the light, that'd yeah. be different. Right. Well, not to me because it shouldn't be falling at all, but it's falling and then going over him. That's what's fucked. So th- and the thing that blows, like, so I, what I want to know is, like, this light bulb, right? You know the ones on fans, usually it's, like, this, sometimes, like, a large, like, covering, or, like, it's a few right. different... Like, was this, like, the type of light bulb where you have to, like, screw it in? Because if that's the case, then it had to become unscrewed and then fall diagonally. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's some crazy right, shit. Right. I'm assuming most light bulbs have to be... Like, most light bulbs that I have have to be... Like, I'm looking at my fan right now. Those motherfuckers gotta be screwed in. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, you've got to screw them in. So, like, that's... So, if that shit's falling, it's... Uh, uh, it has to be unscrewed. And it takes me forever to screw in a light bulb. I know. And then my arm gets tired, you know? Right, and then yeah. I'm like, forget it. Maybe I'll just live with the lights off. We'll just live in darkness. Save some electricity. Right. All right. That's fucking bananas. So, he finishes off a little bit <clears throat> here with one more thing. On a lighter note, there's also a ghost dog in the house. When I was a kid and I was playing with my toys, in the doorway of the room I could see the shape of what looked like a dog, even though I knew it wasn't there. It was a strange thing that popped in my head because it's almost as if I could see that there was a dog there, but I knew there couldn't be. I would totally do a double take and nothing was there. This was before my family had a dog, so there's no possible way for me to be seeing this. Then, when we did get a dog, she used to chase something around the house as if she was chasing after another dog. 
My best friend has also seen the ghost dog in the house, but everyone thinks that it's a golden retriever, which is interesting, because apparently the first owners did have a golden retriever that they loved very dearly. Oy, so we love oy. a ghost dog. And then he says, yeah, spoopy for sure. Thanks for being cool, heart. Oh, love you're him. welcome. Love Coolness him. comes naturally, you know? To so, him, too. For sure. So, I, uh, to, all th to all three. They're all... I, yeah, I yeah. Those. That family is so great. Um, I just know him because he was my camper. Right. They're they're all so awesome. It's such a great family. I love them. But I believe it. So, but Jesus Christ, how are they not more fucked up from this shit? Right? So I ask myself that all the time because, like, they tell me some of this shit. And, like, there's even more. There's there's way more shit than what they wrote down. And, like, they'll, they'll just, like, tell me some of this shit. And I'll be like, wow, that's, like, why are you, like, why are you still here? <laughs> So there's a woman, a man, and a dog. Yes. I'm not sure if there's another one, too, that they didn't mention, but I for sure know there's the woman, the man, and the dog. The woman is nice. The woman doesn't, she doesn't, she's she's cool. Like, there's no issue there. The man is the one that they don't feel good about, and then the, the dog just kind of, you know, does its thing. What's pretty wild so the, is, like... the woman and the dog are chill, and then the guy is there, and he fills them with dread. Yes. But what's weird to me is that she said that the man was translucent at first. And that then it was like he like grew more confident. And then he walked by her and she thought it was a person. She full on thought it was her dad. I know. That's what's insane to me too. Like it it went from being just like something, you know, like out of the corner of your eye. Like, did I see? Like, oh, I don't, you know what? And mm -hmm. to like all of a sudden she's like, I can see him totally like a just very very obviously like a human yeah it's pretty crazy has her babe well her babe's probably too little she's right? she's still itty bitty so i'm curious to see you know if and i don't i don't know if her parents will be selling the hat like i don't know what their plans are or anything um but i'm curious to see that if she does come back when she's older if her daughter sees anything um i want to are... i want us to go and investigate the house personally Hell yeah. Right? If if they would oblige. If you guys would oblige to that, let us know. Hell yeah. I know I would one love of you for sure is for sure listening to this in like real time when it comes out. So can we well, come over? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can we come over? And then we'll watch Ghost Adventures after, because that's what she and I we always do that. We get lit and watch Ghost Adventures. That's fucking incredible. It's a good I, time. I just I'm very curious about, see, okay, this is going to sound fucked up, but it's weird that New Jersey doesn't, New Jersey doesn't have to report if someone has died in the house. Yeah, which annoys me, because I feel like that's something that should be reported. And also, like, that could, like, what if this, these people died in that house? Yeah, I know. And are just living there with the dog, I mean... I don't know why they would be there. What's interesting to me is that the the little boy heard growling, right? I, yeah, I know. So it Which, could have been a dog. It could have been a dog. It could have been a demon. I don't know. Well, I'm assuming this guy in the... And this guy that's getting more confident is a demon if they're scared of him. Like, I, like, I understand the natural fear of being like, there's someone that shouldn't be here. But For if you're, sure. like, filled with dread, something else is wrong, Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, so I feel like, um, 
That guy's a Ooh, dick. Such spoop. I know. There's a lot of shit in that house. So we want to come over, guys. Spoop town. We'll bring the ghost box, the spirit box. That's right. Also, I have a PSA because I know my mom's family is holding out on me. They've got- I know you guys have a, um, a million stories, especially about the house in Freehold. Yeah, so, so make if it happen. you guys are listening, send us an email. Yes, Let please. me know. Yes. Because we'd love to do a volume two. So now that these brave people have stepped forward, maybe the rest of you will do it. That's right. Uh. That, that, that free, the freehold house that I'm thinking of, though, is gone now. It's, they tore it down. No, oh, okay. But. Yeah. But I've heard, I've heard those stories. Those are pretty wild. At least the, the one that you mm-hmm. told me. Or two. You told me a yeah. couple, I think. Yeah. And I want to make sure that I'm getting them right because I have heard them many times over the years from different people. Right. So I want to hear it from one person. Give me your story. That's it. Or, or everyone give me their stories and I'll just, I'll read them all. I don't care. I love hell, ghost stories. Hell yeah. So if you guys like this type of thing and want us to do it again, please submit more stories. Not just the people that submitted today. I mean, if you have more, go ahead. But I mean, like, other people, too. Right. And, um... Ask we, your homies for stories. Yeah, ask your friends, ask your family. You know. Mm-hmm. We love this shit, so... Tell anyway, us your stories. Thank you again to everybody that took the time to write in. You guys are great. And, you guys are the uh, best. Yeah, I mean, I guess until next time, stay strange.